Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. Mrs. Brown. We also have Mr. Robe. Evening all. Have you got a different colour robe or is that just it? Uh, I've got about five or six the same. <laughs> hey. <laughs> now, I'm only joking. This is just my favourite one. Radio. Okay, and of course, our good friend Mr. Sheen, Mr. Paul Hickis. Good evening all. And we're joined tonight, special guest star of the Talk and Talk show on a Monday night. It's what Mondays are for. The one and only John Terry, ladies and gentlemen. Hey! John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Bad way to start that, isn't it? Bad way to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, you are a spitting image looking like though, aren't you? He's, Not he's... like the spitting image off the TV, you know, with all the lips and the air and everything. <laughs> yeah, but you want to see the looks I get uh, Blues Villa games when I'm sat in the home end, obviously in the Blues end. <laughs> It's not, it's not a good moment. I have to make sure I've got all my family with me then, I tell you. You just need an pen and write Marcus Painter on your head. <laughs> I'll go in one of my old shirts. Or I am not John Terry. Yeah, yeah, I need to do that. I need to do that. Marcus, welcome to the Talk and Talk show Monday night and during these uh, awful times that we go through. We kept the show going all through the closed season just so that we could keep in contact with all our uh, good friends and our f- uh, fans and followers. And so that we could just keep together as a community of Birmingham City fans. And you know what? These these guys, believe me, believe me, I've done some absolute miracles during lockdown. They're absolutely a superb bunch and you're going to love tonight. And we really, really, really want to thank you and welcome you. And, uh, you know, for giving your time up on one thing or another. And it's great, great, great to have like an, an ex-Premier League player as well. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. No, it's great. Obviously, being, oh, a, right. big blues, being a big Blues fan myself. You know, I'm more than happy to uh, get involved in any blues talk, any memories that, you know, I can share. So, I'd say this, it, this was the club that I supported and where where I kind of made my debut and made my start, coming up from the academy from the age of eight. Well, it wasn't even called the academy then. It was the centre of excellence. So, um, you know, like... That's probably a little involved. bit difficult for footballers to say centre of excellence rather than academy. Yeah, that, that's a, I'm probably showing my age a little bit there by even calling it that because most people would be like, what's that? What is that? But um, yeah, it's, uh, no, it's, it's great. Obviously, like I say, being a fan and uh, even working at the club now, it's, ex- it's, it's great. The only, the only thing, obviously, I think we all miss is just actually going, down, going to the games and it's home and away and 
missing that atmosphere and getting together with friends and you know but hopefully one day we'll have it back let's hope let's hope, yeah. let's hope yeah. sooner rather than later because um this this I, mean, I was watching a little bit of the West Bromwich Albion game earlier that's currently 1-1 by the way uh and and like it's just nothing it's just it's just nothing nothing without yeah. you know a, a big yeah. crowd there is a, and I felt sorry for the West Brom players actually and I know it's a blue show but like Gaining promotion to the Premier League and then not having one single supporter there to see you come out it must be absolutely awful. What about yourself, though? Your, your debut, as Paul quite rightly said, was against Fulham. But what about that first time when you walked out of St Andrews being a blue nose yourself? Oh, unbelievable. You wear a shirt for real. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it, it's hard to explain. I mean, see, being a big blues fan, loads of my family are massive blues fans. Um, just... I remember that it was the night before the game. So it was on the Friday I got told I was, I was starting. So Steve Bruce, who's our manager at the time, um, called me up to the office before training and said, uh, I would like to, I'd like to speak to your parents, if that's all right. So I was a bit like, it's a weird one. Um, so I was uh, 19. Right. So he said, I'd like, I'd like to speak to your parents. I just want to let them know that I'm going to start you tomorrow. So I was like, oh, wow. Obviously, I didn't, I didn't really say much. He just carried on talking and said, you know, I'm, I want to treat your family. I want to make sure they're sitting in the nice seats and they can have a meal before the game. Um, uh, straight away, obviously, I, I'm, I've got massive butterflies. So I'm thinking, oh, here we go. It's going to be, what What? What did we used to have then? It was, it'd be like 31,000 because the segregation yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't have been as serious. So, um, yeah, that night, I don't think, I barely slept. I barely slept. Um, family all looking forward to it. I, I think I asked every single player if I could have their complimentary tickets because oh, wow. all, my, all my friends were. I even had Villa fans who were my mates wanted to come to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I'm allowed to say that. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, that is. Uh, it was. It was. A, I say it was a great moment, but I actually looking back and it was great. And and when we scored was great. But I was sick before the game. I was that nervous. I remember running into the toilet, sick, out to do the warm up, and I was fine then. But I was just like the amount of the amount of pressure that you I was pro- you probably experienced. Obviously, we were going through a bit of a rocky spell. Then that's why he kind of gave me an opportunity because mm. I think he'd gone with Julian Gray a few times, Jamie Clapham a few times, and I think he got to the point where he thought, "I'm just going to put a bit of youth in there, bit of passion, homegrown." just, you know, give it give it your all kind of thing. And at times, you know, I think as we all know, that's what us fans respect more than anything, is someone that's willing to give everything for the shirt. And he knew he'd get that with the, with the young lad that's come through the system. So, um, but yeah, like, like I say, I can't, I can't particularly say I enjoyed it. Um, but I did enjoy the full-time whistle and 1-0 at the end of it. Yeah. Can you remember what the eleven was, Marcus, that you started in? So you was left back. What was the rest of the team? Obviously, Mike. I'm guessing Mike yeah. was in next. Mike Taylor was in goal. Hmm. Um, I think it was either Damien Johnson or Tebs uh, Tebley at right back. Yeah. Um, Centre back was Kenny Cunningham. Upson definitely remember that because yeah, like, a pet. That's a pairing to to settle your nerves if, if I've ever seen one. Um, well, that's the best That's the best defensive partnership I've ever seen in my time at the Blues, that is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that, that were that, that were brilliant. One, I they were just so so good, so good. Um, yeah, ahead ahead of me was Stan Lazaridis again, yeah. another great another yeah. great pro that you you know like for a young lad coming into a team. I think looking back on it now, that's the best the best probably surrounded player surrounding me I could have wished for because you know they were full of experience. They were nice yeah. blokes, like, you know, great, good blokes where they'd look after you and they'd help you out as much as I could. They understood that you're probably absolutely bricking it. So, um, no, they were great. The centre midfield was Nicky Butt, um, Stephen Clements, I think Jermaine. it was Jermaine, Jermaine Pennant yeah. on right, right wing. Up front, Heskin. Oh, I think, Heskin. I think, Heskin. I think Heskin. it was Heskin. Yarosik. Yarosik as well. I think it was just off, just off him. I, yeah. I think. I think. But I, I know Heskin was there because I remember like uh, a few of the lads saying to me before the game and even uh, Bruce, the gaffer there, was like, if you're ever in trouble, pop the ball up to Heskin and he'll always get something out of it. Because he was so good, wasn't he, in the air and holding, yeah. holding up play and he could deal with those type of balls. So, um yeah, it was a per. It was. I couldn't have wished for anything more. I mean, coming away one nil with a one nil win on your debut and a packed St Andrews. The the noise, like if I think back now, it gives, it gives me goosebumps even thinking about it. Like, yeah, I just remember sprinting it up to the tilt until we all jumped on Nicky Butt, and the the noise was so good, so good. Yeah, um, yeah. Well. That's one. That's one thing I miss. Like, you know, like probably as a, now that I'm off. Uh, I've stopped playing and I go and watch games as much as I can. Not and probably their most home games. Sometimes the other way game. And um, I know you get the atmosphere at the away games, but at times that you, we have, we, it's understandable because we're playing in the championship now. But the Premier League days and the atmosphere there when we had a full house, it's like no other place, is it? You all know, you guys yeah. know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> I think we all just crave for them days to come back again, where we, where. You know, like it's absolutely packed. Keep yeah. on belting out and love you know, it. But yeah. yeah, I'm sure we'll have yeah. to have wait you, a little bit for that. Message it, uh, wants to say hello from South Africa as we go around the world. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, Marcus, have you still got your shirt from that night? Yeah, I have. Yeah, my um, my parents ended up getting it framed. Yeah. Um, it, was stuck in my dad's shed for a good few years. I will what? say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Like everyone says to me, like, what do you do with all the shirts that you, yeah. you know, like that you've had over the years? And to be honest, I've, I've never been really big on that. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of, I've never been one to kind of hang on to anything and talk too much about it. If you know what I mean. Right. Um, mm, mm, mm. Give me that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'll give it away. But I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. You've just, you've just made a statement that you don't want to hang on to anything. You don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll well, take it yeah. off hands. Well, I think my mum and dad wouldn't be too pleased about that, even though he <laughs> was in his shed. But um, now, like, like, people say to me, oh, did, have you got, like, what players, what top player shirts have you got? And I, I was always of the type that if I was at a club, I wouldn't want to ask before the game, so I don't think that's right. I think you're preparing for the game, not thinking about what shirt you're going to get uh, mm. at the end of it. Um, and I, I do remember like, when I was at Blues, we played, I, I was lucky enough to play Man United twice. 
And I think, well, I know for a fact the one game, I'm sure we must have got a draw out, out of it. I think it was 1-1 or 2-2, whatever it was. I yeah. remember going up to Rude Van Nistelrooy yeah. and Ryan Giggs after the game and saying, could I have your shirt, please? Because it was a good result for us. So I would have been, I wouldn't have got any stick from anyone in the changing room for taking a shirt because the result kind of gone in our favour. And um, they looked at me and flat right just went, nah, not giving it here. <laughs> and just walked off. So I thought, wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they were, they were at a club that were probably expected to beat teams like us. They expected mm. to go to Birmingham City and come away with a victory. So maybe that was their kind of um, way of dealing with things that they weren't happy. And you're asking me for, yeah. for my shirt. I'm not going to give it to you because I'm not in that frame of mind. So I can't, I can't knock them for it. But um, yeah. you know, I, ended, I didn't end up coming away with any. Any good shirts, really? I did get Jermaine Pennants when he was at Stoke, but that, that was about it. Yeah. Nick Stuart Jones has just asked a question. What was the, your one and only goal like? <laughs> oh, it's nice of him to bring that off. Yeah. Um, well, it was against Warsaw, so it, that that was kind of one um, one bonus to it that it was kind of like a, a Midlands club that I ended up getting my goal against. Um, yeah, I just ventured forward. I probably. Probably went too far forward, to be honest. Uh, I did. The ball was actually on the right wing, and I was playing left back at Brighton. And I remember just Elliot Bennett had the ball, who now plays for Blackburn. He had some great quality on the ball. He could pick people out in the box. And I just thought, I'm going to bomb on here and see what happens. So I, <laughs> I just, I just got into the box. Benno put a ball in. I remember bumping one of our own lads out the way because he, he put it up for me to head. I just climbed over one of the back of one of our lads and kind of headed it and it looped over the keeper and it it was probably the worst celebration you've ever seen. I was I was half <laughs> half didn't half didn't know whether I'd scored and I was half looking was it offside for like a good two minutes. So if I, when I look back on it, I cringe really. <laughs> good friend of the show, Paul Devlin, has just messaged in. He never liked swapping shirts with the enemy. Yeah, there you go. See what I mean? That, that's what I'm saying. It was, um, it was not a thing I, I never liked to do it. Um, now, if someone said to me after the game, oh, could I have your shirt? I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'll give it to the kit man and I'll give it over that way. But like, if it was a friend or anything, I wouldn't really... <coughs> to, be, to be fair, the, most of the clubs I was at, the kit man would go crazy if you gave the shirt away and he'd take it out your wages. So I'd be like, sub that. I'm not, I'm not giving, <laughs> I'm not giving uh, shirt after shirt away. But, uh, one, thing, uh, one, one, thing Dev said, one, one thing Dev told me that was funny was about the shirts. And I never noticed until he pointed it out to me. But back when Dev played, the shirts were like massive, weren't they, on every single player? Yeah. When yeah, you see Darren Carter, when you see Darren Carter celebrate his penalty he scored yeah, in Cardiff, yeah. you don't realise that his shirt's actually 15 sizes too big. <laughs> it's massive and it's massive. Was, that, was it the same when you played or was it not quite, did it change after that? No, it's true. It's true. Like you look at um, look at all the shirts. Like I remember like some of the pictures of Darren Carter at, like scoring the winning penalty and things. And you look back on those pictures and even in regards to myself, and it was like it was a three-quarter sleeves, weren't it? It wasn't yeah. quite a long sleeve. It wasn't quite a short sleeve. It was three quarters. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe that was the. No one questioned it back then. That, back then, that was a weird thing. But you give us give one of them shirts for a pair these days. Like, no, no, it's too baggy. I want it slim fit. I want I want to show yeah. off my uh, physique and all this. So uh, yeah, times have changed though. Yeah, I suppose we. I suppose we're just happy to have one. I suppose you know, 
just to be in the team. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's true. You're not complaining when you're giving a shirt with a squad number on the back. That's, that's it. it. I'll take well, it. Jason, even, Jason, even Hughes just it was... asked, Jason Hughes has just asked, did the Walsall player ask for your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you know, who was there at the time as well was uh, Julian Gray. He was playing for Walsall. But um, mm. he, he didn't hang about to speak to me after the games. It proved to be the winner. So, um I don't know. Maybe we fell out a little bit after that game. I don't know. Maybe it was because you nicked his spot on left back against Fulham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, did you watch? Um, what do you think of what Karenka's doing nowadays, then, Marcus? What have you thought of the last? Let, let's let, obviously start with Norwich last Tuesday. Did you watch that one? Um, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I have to be careful what I say, I don't know, because I, I work for the club still. So, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, um, to me, it looked like it looked like we set up for a point. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you, some people would say, fair enough, away from home at Norwich, you're a good side. Yeah. Um, if, as we all know, it's difficult for Scott Hogan up front on his own. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the management staff, they can see it as well. You know, they've been in the game long yeah. enough where... You know, if Duke was probably available, he, he probably would have got a bit of support that he needed or, I don't know, have someone playing off him. But, yeah, it was difficult for him. I mean, um, you know, Scott Hogan, we all know what, what type of player he is. He likes, he likes to threaten him behind. I think we've seen him at his best when he, when he played with Djokovic before lockdown. In my opinion, he was at his best there. Um, so, I, I, I think... I, I, in my opinion, he, he's best in a two, whether that's Djokovic or or somebody else. I think Djokovic is the best partner for him. But yeah, um, and Djokovic yeah. is better with a and Djokovic is better with a partner as well, isn't he? Yeah, mm. he is. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because you know, Djokovic's kind of style to the game. Um, he's very good at with his back to goal. Uh, it's it's nice to have someone that complements that style. So someone that can threaten the other way the spacing behind like like seeing Scott Hogan can do and you know um, so yeah it, it, it's difficult I mean you could see well when I was watching it you could see Norwich were having chance after chance and I thought it's only mm. sooner or later that we're going to break here and unfortunately mm. that happened I mean me being a defender myself I think I know how hard it is when you can defend you can defend you can defend especially away from home as well that if if you don't nick a goal to take the pressure off, it is very difficult to, as we yeah. all know, to keep clean sheets and to keep to keep good teams at bay. I mean, they've got some good players. They've got prem- mm. they have got some Premier League quality in that side. Mm. Even still, I mean, Campwell. I think clubs were sniffing around him during the summer, and you got Pukki, who's who's who was prolific in the Championship previously before that went up. So they've got they've got some quality and. You know, yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult to keep teams like that out for ninety minutes. So. Bay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And what about Q- you? Watch the QPR game. That was a bit better, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. was yeah, that, yeah, it was. That was promising. I mean, um, I was impressed. Like you know, it's uh, we, we we had a lot more opportunities, which is a which is a, always a positive. I, I know. I know you can stand there and go. Now we need to start putting the ball in the net. We all know that. Yeah. Um, and it, you know. I, I do hear a lot of times that we haven't scored from open play. Yeah, that, that's right. But sooner or later, you'd, you'd like to think that's going to change as long yeah. as we're creating the chances. Yeah. I, I would be more concerned if we weren't creating. 
but we are yes. creating. So no. sooner or later, it's going it's to turn for us and the, I'd like to think the goals are going to start flooding in. But um, no, I think certainly in terms of since Karanka's come in that we look a lot more organised, um, hard to beat. Uh, and I, I, I do think that the, the longer he has with the group, then he'll start to, you know, instill his philosophy and the way the way he likes to do things. Because, it, you know, I'm not one for changing managers every two seconds. Where, no, it, 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 you've got you've got to stick with you've got to stick with someone. And that to build something, you can't just expect instant results. I mean, no. if look if you look at our club for the last few pre, well, previous seasons, we, it's been relegation battles, hasn't it, for the last two yeah. three two years, definitely. Um, and I think you stick with the manager, let him have a run, let him kind of instill his ideas. The team know yes. what they what he's about, and and look to build from there. I just yeah. think it's yeah. so difficult when when you're chopping and changing because the players are asked to do one thing with one manager, then it's completely turned on its head. Has to do something else with another. Mm. So <clears> I think you just need some consistent consistency and the same messages being fed across. Yeah, mm. I think he just, I think he deserves credit though for the way he's sort of come in and picked us up off the floor because that's where we were when he came in. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we were conceding three goals more or less every game, and he's yeah. he's he's turned us into obviously Etheridge has been a great signing in goal that's made a huge difference. And yeah. defensively now, defensively now we're worlds apart from where we were only three or four months ago. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh I know. I think you know even even some of the the staff that I work with within the academy that ended up taking the team said look. You know, it was it was a tough task because confidence yeah. was rock bottom with some of the players, and they were. I mean, they were asked to go in for the last few remaining games. They can't, they can't go in and start. You know, right? This is the way we want to play. We want to start playing out the back. We want to start doing this because the position that the team was in at the time was a, a relegation dogfight. So, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. was, it was tough. It was tough for some of our academy staff to go and kind of pick up the pieces because we we were at a real low point, weren't we? And it wasn't it wasn't nice to watch. I don't. I think the players will admit that themselves. Um, yeah, in but, many many yeah. many many relegation dogfights over the years. And you know what? As as fans, we feel it as much as the players do, without a doubt. Without a doubt, like. You know what, I've sat at St Andrews and I've cried for happiness and I've cried for his sadness and I promise you that. You know, the, the place gives me goosebumps every time I walk in it. Mm. And uh, you, you know, I'm just I'm just so, so, so mad that we can't go at the moment. Oh, Mark, yeah. I want a beer with you. Paul, I want a beer with you. I want a pie. Yeah. We want to do pie gate again. We want poker pies back. I'm not, I'm not eating one of them pies again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though, well, let's let's go for away days for a moment marcus like and, and you go to away days yourself like they are they are electric as far as birmingham fans are concerned yeah. oh yeah 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 oh, brilliant i like the away games like i say i always try and go to blues games whether it's home and away as much as possible um but the away games when we're talking about atmosphere that's the one isn't it you'll get you atmosphere at away games and, mm-hmm. and depending on which away day it is, you'll get a little bit more atmosphere. So, um, you know, like I, I, my dad will always will always come with me. I'll ask him to go. We'll meet a meet a good crowd up there and stuff. I mean, it's difficult because I'm working with like the under 18 So um, our games are on a Saturday. So if if we have an early kickoff, I can get there. 
Sometimes I can't. But, um, you know, like the local ones, uh, I think the la- I can't remember the last one I went to, to be honest. Lockdown's completely thrown me. I can't remember my last game, let alone last <laughs> game. But, um, yeah, like, you know, me and my dad went with the Millwall away, tasty as you can imagine. Um, you know, Villa, West Brom, yeah, been to, been to plenty and it's, it's great. I love it being around the Blues fans. You know, you get you get the true the true fans, don't you, at them games? Did you yeah. uh, did you play in a in a in a local local derby? I didn't know. I um I was 18th man at the time or whatever it was. I can't remember how many subs we had back then, but yeah, I was basically the spare one in case somebody got injured. Um, right. But I travelled I travelled with the squad, so I went on the bus and you know got a few uh, windows. Uh, put through and things the, the usual thing you'd kind of expect <laughs> at the, the local derbies mm. but um, we are talking about a blue villa here aren't we yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said yeah, the word twice yeah, yeah. Yeah, early one. Twice. Chris cut him <laughs> off cut him off Chris <laughs> <laughs> good night Marcus <laughs> yeah. but, um, I, do rem- I, I do remember the, the, uh, the one of the away games that travelled there so I was in I was in the um what did I call it? Dorgelis Suite? Dorgelis Suite. Yeah, that was it. Because I'm not it, man. So obviously I was in a suit. So um, I sat with like our, um, John Benson, his name was. I think he was like the equivalent of technical director back then. Um, and uh, I was sat with him for, for the derby and I thought, this is rubbish. I'm sat with like loads of like Villa directors in front of me, loads of Villa fans. I thought, I'm in a suit, but I need to get out of it. I need to get down oh. probably away. For, uh, like yeah. the, the Blues fans are obviously being a Blues fan. So I said to I said to John at the time, I went, uh, John, I've, I've got family down there. I'm, I'm just going to make my way down to the pitch. So I remember half-time I walked. Uh, I asked one of the stewards to get me down to the pitch. So I got down to the pitch. I was in like this grey suit as well. But like my, the Blues fans must have thought, who's this moron stepping into and coming <laughs> to sit with us? In like a shirt and tie, like at this game, who, who turns up in a suit at a local derby? But um, yeah, yeah, I just sat in there. Like I knew, always know a few people in there. Obviously, like I say, with my family going and mates that I know around around the club. So um, yeah, I ended up watching it there, and I think I think it was uh, either a nil nil or one one. I, I know there was, I know nobody, we didn't get beat, so that that was a positive. Obviously, we haven't got the best track record over the years, but um, yeah. So yeah, it's a bit of an odd one that traveling, traveling on the team bus, but ended up sitting, uh, standing, well, standing with with our own fans and in a club suit. For me, my personal experience of my my very first, which I, I would just call it a local derby, a local derby. That's it. You've mentioned the word four times now already. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting. Was way back in the seventies, and they were given the Tilton Road. Before, obviously, before it was redeveloped and one thing or another, and they were given the tilt and road, and they'd all got like little pink and blue balloons, and they were putting them on the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) How sad! (laughs) Oh dear, we've got a live question coming in from Craig Gill, who you might know, obviously works in the blues community. Yeah, I know. He's just asking that other than your debut, other than your debut for blues, what is what was the highlight of what's the highlight of your career other than your debut for blues? Yeah. um... Has Is it to tonight? Be... <laughs> tonight, <laughs> other than yeah. Tonight, yeah. Other, other than that, um, I would say winning the winning League One with Brighton and Swansea. I was lucky enough that I was in two oh, yeah. 
two great squads with two brilliant managers that, yeah, we, we, we were crowned champions for uh, both clubs. So, um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably say that. I'd probably say those moments. Or, yeah, without a doubt, it would be stepping out with Blues. Um, and, uh, you know, like being involved with the club again, with the fan round would be my absolute goal in the future. But um, as terms of, in terms of my career, apart from that, it would be... Yeah, winning the league with Brighton and winning the league with Swansea. Yeah, and who was your who was your favourite player as a kid? As a kid, uh, as, as a fan, yeah, as know, a fan, yeah. I you know what? I can't say I had one because I, 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 my favourite player, I was left footed. You see, so I was, I was like Ryan Giggs was the one for me. Yeah, um, and I was a Blues fan, but yeah, it was just Ryan Giggs. So like, I just he, he was brilliant, wasn't he? Like, what a career yeah, the yeah. bloke had. Um, yeah, and, and I was lucky enough, obviously, to plan the same pitches in when when we played Man yeah. United at St Andrews. So um, yeah, yeah, right, Ryan Giggs. But um, no, I've, I think players like Mark, Martin Granger growing up, you know, watching. Yeah. He, he was full blooded, wasn't he? Oh, he, yeah. he would take no prisoners, no prisoners. Yeah. And, but he could play though, couldn't he? As well, he was, he was so oh, technically yeah. good as well. There's a lot more yeah. to the game. Yeah, that's it. And I know, and I think most people remember him for like absolutely smashing into like his winger or whatever and being full-blooded but like you say he's, he had an absolute wonder of a left foot and yeah. I, I think we, we've just got to you know think back to most of the goals he scored and there were free kicks aren't they where he's just like popping them into the stanchion and yeah he, he was he was class he was yeah he was class yeah 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 definitely he was fantastic mm. right yeah. Marcus 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 um Linda Ensor, Auntie Linda, as we all know her, she's quite old. Very, <laughs> very old. <laughs> now, Lin Linda has been doing a lot of work for us because we've um, uh, this this year decided that we're doing lots of charity work for PTSD. Okay, now it's coming up to Remembrance Sunday. And just to let you know, because most people probably know this, my Abraf's son was killed out in Afghanistan. And we've got a, we're in contact with a lot of soldiers who have come back um, and the struggles and the suffers that they take. She's asking, every time you say the V word, and you've done it four times already, will you donate <laughs> charity? Yeah, of course I will. Say it again, then. Say what? Say it again, say then. Say a few more times. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, listen, I'll donate. I won't. I promise I won't say then. I'll donate, no problem. I, I, I just won't say the V uh, word. I think it's up to about 4,500 uh, the owe so far. <laughs> <laughs> We've done really well though, Marcus, because like a lot of supporters have donated a pound for every goal that Blues score this year. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. The boards of the Labour Club have donated a tenner for every every goal that Blues Fantastic, score this year. Yeah, they've got to be big. Well, what an effort! I mean, like I said to you before the show started, there are some absolutely brilliantly lovely, amazing people mm, out there. Yeah, you know, Birmingham City fans. Yeah. We've had a, a reputation in the past, mm. um, but you know what? You know what? When we come together, we make things happen. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm. No, of course. Like, seriously, I'll, I'll, I'll donate whatever, whatever I need to, and give well, me you're 40, the details. Can I ask you the question? <laughs> yeah, what do you course. call the Portuguese house? A Portuguese house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it begins with a V. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Paul Devlin. Paul saying, surely making your debut for the Blues All Stars must have been a highlight of your career. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, Dev. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know which, I, I don't know which one I was more nervous at. 
Started for the All Stars because you got some characters there that were getting your case when you give the ball away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. That, to be fair, now that it's, uh, I, I enjoy playing in those games. I haven't, I haven't played, uh, I haven't played in them for a while. Just I, I, I know prior to lockdown, I'm on about um, just because like you know our academy games are on Saturdays and we used to have training on Sundays, so it kind of wiped me out for the weekend, but. Um, yeah, no, they're great uh, for a great cause as well. And there's some like absolute legends you're playing amongst there. And yeah, uh, the yeah. only problem is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're meant to be over 35, but Kev Broadhurst went, go on, we'll, we'll uh, <laughs> let you off. We just need a bit of fresh legs in there. How old are you, Marcus? Done. How old are and you, of course, by the way? Tom Ross is an absolute legend as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so Marcus, yeah, how old no. are you? How old are you? I'm 34. Oh, yeah. 34. You look about yeah, 17. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this camera must be doing me or doing me some favours, must it? John Terry's love child. <laughs> oh, that Question deserves a, that deserves a contribution. When you're that Question coming in, <laughs> Question's coming in from Craig Courtney. Um, did Marcus work with Jude Bellingham, and did he see the potential? And does he work with now with Joe? And if so, who is better? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, I do yeah, um, yeah. I, I I did work with Jude. Um, so I've been assisting with uh, with the club, with the club's academy for like the last five years. So I first came across Jude five years ago. So what would he have been then? Very wow. young, twelve. Very young, yeah, twelve. <laughs> but he was yeah, still yeah. he was still training. Like he would drop into the under 15, 16 age group that I, I would be in and around. So you know it. Just in terms of his age and that he was managing to hold his own in the older age groups was like an achievement in itself because you see he's, he wasn't as well developed as the age groups he was playing playing in so like physically um, yeah. but yeah ability it is it was phenomenal we we all got to see what it was like didn't we at St Andrews mm. but mm. over the years I, I've I've seen him. I've seen him do some ridiculous things, ridiculous yeah. Yeah. things where, you know, he scored from the halfway, half scored a half volley goal just from just over the halfway line against Man United. Absolutely, he'd run the he'd run the show when he played. He'd run the show. Yeah. Um, don't yeah. get me wrong. And he's now the youngest. Sorry, Come on Paul. No, so don't get me wrong. He'd have his he'd have, he'd have his lower moments as well where things weren't going his way, and um, you know he. he kind of probably had to manage his frustrations, but oh just like seeing his development over the years is unbelievable. Like what what he, he, what what a lad, like just in every sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about Joe though? As as how's he how's he getting on how do you how do you compare the two together if you could? Yeah, well that's it. Everyone I have a lot of you know friends and fans like say to me, oh is Joe is Job as good as Jude Job, Job's very good, but what I don't like to do is compare the two because they're oh, okay. so they're so unique in their in their styles and their their quality. They've both got separate qualities that that are so um, that's so like top really. I, I, it's hard to explain, but mm. you know, like Job, Job's Job's in a good place. He's he's enjoying his football. He's he's. Um, you know, he's getting opportunities in the under 18s. He's he had a little taste of the 23s earlier in the season. But we have to kind of re- remind ourselves that he's only 15. Um, 
and he's a young lad. Mm-hmm. And he's got plenty of years developing ahead of him, and he knows that as well. He's that they're, they're both bright boys, Jude and Joe. They're bright boys, and it the family. The family are so down to earth and mm. level headed, and they they understand the process that the club have got and the, and the plan that they've got in place for for Joe now. So um, yeah, he's Joe's got a bright bright future, definitely. There's the guy in- Pubs, the guy that comes into one of the pubs, he's a, a football agent. I can't, I won't, can't, won't mention his name because that's not, you know. And and I said to him probably two and a half years ago, watch out for a young lad called Jude Bellingham. And he he said, all oh, right, okay, right. I said he's coming through the ranks at Blues. Watch out for him. And now I met him uh, about two months ago for the first time since before lockdown. And I said, now watch out for his brother Job. Mm. And you know yeah. what? These these lads, I mean, shame we couldn't keep them, but they're going to earn the club an awful lot of money. Oh yeah, oh, and, yeah. and this is this is what you have to remember. I mean, like Job, uh, sorry, uh, Jude and well, Jude, Job and his family. This there's, there's been clubs that have shown interest from a very young age, and a lot of credit goes to the the parents because if they wanted to, they could have they could have. Left, took their children out of the club for basically peanuts, um, but they, they haven't. And, and I think credit goes to the family where they kind of looked after the club and their children, where they kind of, you know, got the best for the club and the best for their own Super. boys. So yeah. Super. Super. They, the, the yeah. transfer fee that we re- that we received from Dortmund was substantial, wasn't it? That was, that would be a massive benefit to us as a club and. Like I say, it, it could have been a case of they, they left for, what, 100,000 in a tribunal mm-hmm. early, early doors, and they didn't. And no doubt that these clubs, the Chelsea's, the Man United's, would have been throwing big money at them, at the family. And they turned it down because I know, you know, I, I know that their motivation wasn't driven by money. Their motivation was driven by, we want our, our children to be happy. We want them to break records at Birmingham City. We want them to you know, uh, do 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 what they need to do at the current time, which in Jude's case was establish yourself at a club, mm. do what you need to do, and whatever happens after that happens. And the family were pivotal in, in, in that sense, really, because without them, and I, I know I'm sure there's a lot of other parents that would have just had their heads turned and chased the money and yeah. we wouldn't have we wouldn't have got to hear about him. How refreshing mm. is yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. It's great. In, this, in this in this day and age, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people have their head turned for money, which which I, I've got nothing against. If, if that's you know what families need to do, that's that's up to them. But then, mm. you know, being a Birmingham City fan, it was so nice to see that we could, you know, we could watch the journey of such a. Uh, he's a legend, isn't he? At the club, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, breaking records, uh, mm. even though we only saw him for a few seasons. Um, you know, like it's so great to see him come through and break records and just display some of the performances that we we saw through the younger age groups and actually put that on on the big stage against like established first team players and and big clubs. Mm. And he's broke he's broke records since he left, hasn't he? He's broke his England, yeah. England under twenty one's record goal scorer, youngest goal scorer. And he's and he's now the youngest player to play in the Champions League as well. Isn't he? Yeah. Englishman, young, youngest Englishman. 
Yeah, yeah. He'll continue. He'll continue to break them as well. Honestly, yeah. the, the kid's got no. He's got no fear <laughs> whatsoever. And some people would, um, you know, like he, he doesn't fear anyone. Like when he went to uh, Dortmund, he's respectful. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but he yeah. he know he knows of his <clears throat> ability and what he's capable of doing. And if anyone's in his way. He's he'll he'll gun them out of the way. Believe me, like he's so he's so driven. But um, he's got, yeah, yeah. Many, I, 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 I was just going to say he's going right to the he's going right to the very top, isn't he, mate? He's going to be he'll probably be you know no doubt he's going to be a full England international mm. very oh, soon. Definitely, definitely. definitely. At, at one stage, I, I, my brother-in-law is a big uh, big fan from those from the other side. <laughs> of the <laughs> that was nearly another ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to wind him up. I said. Um, this was before he actually uh, Grealish ended up getting his uh, England cap. But I said, it's I, quick I, if you say that word, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? Could you could you see? I hesitated when I said it. But I, now, I said to I said to my brother-in-law, I said, um, you know, like I'll have a bet with you now that Jude Bellingham will make his full England debut before your man gets his debut. But I've ended up losing that bet, obviously. But it, it won't it won't be long. I really don't think no. it'll be long. No, um, season or two, and you know, honestly, that that kid could go do anything. He could do yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah incredible Mark, talent. Your thoughts, Mark. I was going to say, um, one of Jude's biggest strengths was it seemed like he'd been around for years. I mean, that was just you know, I know he, in the short, it's only a short time, but mm. it was if he'd been around for ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, to him. My point of view, Mark is. The bit that I liked about him, he was always last off the pitch and he went yes. round and applauded everybody. Yeah. 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 No, he, he loved the club. I, honestly, I can honestly say that. It wasn't, there was no act about it. He loved the club. So does, so does Joe. You know, like you, they, they actually love it. They'll, Joe, Joe, like, we have a joke, like, he knows Keith right on, he'll sing it mm-hmm. and he'll, he'll um, yeah, they, they do love the club and he, he's, it is refreshing to see as a fan because they're the type of players you want to see in, in the team where, you know, like, that, that it, it means so much to them. It means as much to them as, as us lot sat in the stand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're the type of players you want to be representing the shirt. Well, my eldest son, Adam, right, he could sing Keep Right On from start to finish before he could say Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's all about brainwashing. I do the same with yeah. my, my boys. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I drilled it into them early doors. Mm-hmm. I think we yeah. have the pleasure of um, Jason Plant uh, viewing the show tonight and uh, just wanted to say, you know, it was a great send-off for his lad Tommy last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Absolutely, yeah, super, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You know, awfully sad, uh, tremendously sad, but you know what? Wow, 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 wow. I, I, I'm lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was there at yeah. St Andrews. It was real uh, yeah. lumpy. There's the goosebumps yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Really, really. Well, there you go. There you go. Mm. Uh, Chris Russ has just said, Marcus, when you was playing and the fans were singing loud, how did it make you feel? Oh, there's not many places, there's not many stadiums that I can say throughout my whole career that have given me goosebumps. Mm. But the, the, my top two are St. Andrews on, in a, when, when everyone's belting out keep yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah. Um, even as a fan, I, I still get that now and again, you know, like when, mm. when we, the atmosphere is top. You, you, you get that feeling, don't you? And uh, St Andrews yeah. and, Ed, and Elland Road as well. They're the yeah. two places through my whole career when when it's a full house, which I've been lucky enough to play at both when it has been, yeah. that 
yeah, like goosebumps, absolute madness. Like, yeah, it's hard hard to describe. But what what was your best? What well, sorry, Marcus? What was your favourite um, away ground? There was any grounds you sort of highlight thing? Oh, I can't wait to go there. You know, it was any it stands um, out? Yeah, uh, I, I like. I was like playing at Ellen Road. There was uh, mm. there was turn up in numbers there. Um, yeah, tasty. Very tasty. I always I always like going back to my old club. So even when yeah, even when I was at Brighton and we played at St Andrews, always I always enjoyed that because you had a bit yeah. of um, you know you had That's memories at, at that place. So that was always good. But um, the Etihad, it wasn't called the Etihad when I played there for Blues, but. I think it was City of Manchester yeah. Stadium, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It. Um, yeah, yeah, I got so, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I've been lucky enough to play at loads of new stadiums. They're just the ones I can uh, think off, off off the top of my head. But yeah, I mean, mm. again, going back to atmosphere, the Liberty Stadium for Swansea. Mm. Um, the, the the one game that I recall was against Leeds. Again, it was mm. a night game just around Christmas time. And you know what night games are like when it when when the stadiums are packed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. unreal, yeah, yeah. unreal. Yeah. And then you literally you literally couldn't hear. You'd be shouting your teammate, you know, a bit of information on the pitch, and they couldn't you couldn't hear each other. Yeah. It's just start to finish. Whether Leeds were singing, then Swansea were singing, and it, mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. I bet Swansea, I bet Swansea Cardiff is a tasty one as well. Yeah, I was going to say, have you played oh, yeah. any, any of them? Yeah. Yeah. I, unlucky for me, I um, I was either suspended. Or injured. Oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, oh. it, it's, it's a nightmare because, as you know, like the, um, mm. that, they've got a fierce rivalry yeah, there, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like mm. we have. And, um, you know, to the point where away fans can only get in the ground if you're on the um, registered supports travel coaches. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. And they give you a ticket the other side. So, um, mm. yeah, that's the type of rivalry that you get there, that you, no one's allowed to just make their own way. It's very hostile, yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. think there's a rivalry like ours, though. No, no, no. Ours, without no doubt, ours is, ours is, in my opinion, ours is one of the, one of the best in, in the country. Mm. Yeah. I, I know that, I am going to say that because I'm a Blues fan, but I, I, I really... Think it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Couple yeah. of live, qu- couple of questions from in the week off a couple of our fans. If that's okay, Marcus, I'll just put on the page like about a couple of you know asking people to ask any questions for you. And Mike Rogers is asking, who's the best player you ever played with and against? Played with would be difficult because there's a lot of lot of talented players. Uh, Matty Matty Upson, yeah, Kenny Cun- or Kenny Cunningham, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. If I had to choose one, probably Kenny Cunningham. Um, yeah, he was quality. That, yeah. yeah, brilliant. Like that. I mean, Kenny could just read the game so well. Like obviously, he was towards the end of his career when he was with us, wasn't he? But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just admired that he was never the tallest centre back, but he very rarely lost headers. He used his body really well. To yeah, he, did, yeah. he was just yeah. a clever defender, wasn't he? Like you yeah. know, like you, you think that. Oh, we need someone that's absolutely rapid as a defender. You don't. Kenny like, proved everybody wrong there. Like he had the brain. He had the brain, and that, that's yeah. all you need. Sometimes he was three steps ahead of everybody else. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely Kenny. He was a great bloke as well. Like being a young lad, always have time to like have a chat with you in the gym and find out what's going on. And mm. you know, like just 
just a proper good bloke to to help a young lad develop, you know. Proper, proper captain. T- yeah, yeah, proper, proper captain, captain. Yeah. King Kenner, yeah. definitely. Yeah, King um, The uh, player, player that I played against... Most people say to me, oh, you played against Ronaldo. It's got to be Ronaldo. But <laughs> Ronaldo back then wasn't the Ronaldo that we see now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say Steven Gerrard. Steven mm. Gerrard, probably. Steven Gerrard. I, I didn't want to bring it up, but you remember that absolute tanking we got at St. Andrews? <laughs> yeah. So yes. He, yeah. 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 Which Just I seven. try and forget about most of the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he started on... He came out to the right for a bit. I think it was Luis Garcia was out there for a bit, and then Gerard come out there, and he, he's you know he was so qu- much quicker than I realised. Like he yeah. just glide and get myself into positions, thinking, yeah, yeah, he's never whipping the ball around me. I'm going to block the cross, and he could do stuff with the ball that I've never seen players do before. Like his quality on the ball was absolutely ridiculous. Like he was, yeah. under- he's got to be the, so he's hard gotta- to defend against. He's got to be the best ever player never to win the Premier League. Yeah, he's yeah, got to be. Yeah, yeah. Got to be. There can't be anybody better than him that hasn't won the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, no, probably. It was unreal, yeah. wasn't it? It was yeah. unreal. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, that probably does an injustice to lots of other players that I've all a lot kind of missed out because over the years I've played against some very good players and not necessarily Premier League. You know, it's probably easy for me to just look at Premier League, but... You know, you can't turn your nose up at League One and Championship because there's a lot of players there that, given the opportunity, that would probably thrive in a prem in the Premier League. But it's just taking the risk on them and you know giving them the opportunity. So there's plenty of players that I come up against in League One that were tricky and hard to play against. So it's um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't mean to like seem disrespectful for kind of not mentioning anyone at that level. Yeah. But mm, Stephen sure, Gerrard sure. is obviously a He's obviously an understandable <laughs> choice, probably. Genuine, genuine, genuine world-class player. Uh, yeah. And Steve John's asking, Paul. and he's probably... Sorry, Nick. Can keep it going for a minute. I'm just going to... Um, shall we say nip to the loo? OK, yeah. don't shoot your phone off. Because <laughs> that spoils the... I don't think with you either. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, 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 just before we go back to the Facebook questions, uh, I've got one on, uh, on YouTube as well, which has come up from Sheila. She says, uh, Marcus, uh, what's the worst ground you played at and why? Worst ground? Um, Starts with V. I... <laughs> 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 I've got to back off them a little bit, haven't I? I've probably, <laughs> yeah. uh, too much. Now, uh, nah. I never enjoy... Uh, when, I, when I was at Portsmouth in League Two, we went to Morecambe. Morecambe away wasn't, oh, right. wasn't too pretty. Uh, I didn't particularly like Boundary Park. That's Oldham, isn't it? Oldham, Oldham, yeah. yeah. Oldham, yeah. Oldham, yeah. there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I say that. It's just that the whole experience of it. So, mm-hmm. the changing rooms are never nice, which which pl- plays in, the, into the, in their favour. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking it. It... it in a sense, you kind of like the old grounds for the tradition and the the, re- the realness of the football. Mm-hmm. But in terms of turning up as the away team, getting off a nice coach and going into like the worst changing rooms ever, um, absolutely blowing a gale, chucking it down, then mm-hmm. probably Morecambe and Oldham are not no, nice no. places to be at. No, no. Um, <laughs> but I've probably got a long list of yeah. I could, I could bad, always remember the old, the old, the old, the um, old uh, Wigan game. Wigan ground, that was a nasty place to go. Oh, it's horrible. Park. So cold. It was always cold. 
<laughs> Oxford's old ground as well, the Manor Ground. Do you remember that Manor place? Ground, oh, yeah. Manor that was and like you... four cow sheds around the pitch, that was. It was a horrible yeah. place to go. And, and Rotherham. Yeah, and the old Stoke. Yeah, yeah, the old yeah. Stoke yeah, ground. Like that. that was always cold as well and freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve Jobs asking, um, and this probably fits in well with what you're doing now, obviously, but he's just said, uh, if you could give any advice to any upcoming youngsters, what would it be? Uh, in my opinion, it would be attitude. So, mm. attitude to learn, just to work. I mean, over the years as a player, and even now, you know, in my last five years in coaching, um, you, you, we'll have seen loads of players with bags of ability, but they haven't got the attitude that's needed to succeed. So they're not willing to sacrifice certain uh, luxuries, let's say. Yeah. Um, and they haven't got that kind of drive to go and really push their ability to the next level or... I, I hope that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because, yeah, I, I, like I say, you can, you can have all the ability in the world, but if you haven't got the kind of work rate and the drive and the determination to improve and, and get better, then more often than not, you don't really see them going any further with it. Sure. You know, it's, um, it's such a ruthless business. And I think you see, you see so many youngsters... Um, and don't get me wrong, like I've had moments myself as a youngster and um, as a pro where you kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit and you take things for granted and you get everything done for you. So, you you know, you, you get your food after training, you get your kit washed. You kind mm. of take those things for granted until you go to a club where it's not done. Mm. And then mm. you go, actually, you know, I, I need to appreciate what I've got. I need to appreciate the role I'm in. I need to I need to step it up a little bit here because I'm not giving I'm not giving my maximum and yeah I just think that the whole atti- the whole the whole attitude kind of um, approach needs to be top level at every moment. Mm-hmm. And who would you say who would you say was the most uh, underrated player that you played with? Underrated, cool. That's a tough one. Um, mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough uh, question, are you? Is it, yeah. is it fair to say that Damien Johnson was underrated for us? Yeah, I suppose it is, yeah. I mean, when you talk about an absolute pro, I know. He, he, he was that. I, I loved him. Um, yeah. and, and, and again, going back to the advice to just give attitude, he, his attitude was, he was, he was a machine. Like, he would, you'd see yeah. him in the gym every single morning, mm. like, bettering himself. Upper butt strengthening his body, whether that's pull ups. I've never seen someone do so many pull ups without a rest, like when I saw him in the gym. And um, yeah, I suppose you could say, yeah, you could definitely say he was underrated. I mean, he was, he was a solid six out of 10 every game. Yeah. Um, he would give his all, he would, he would never shirk a tackle. Mm. And I mean, it, that's probably why Steve Bruce played him so much. You know, he was so reliable, wasn't he? And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Bruce, Bruce, he said it was the best 50 grand he ever spent, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. Absolute bargain. Unbelievable signing for 50 grand. Yeah. Okay, so we've got to say a very happy birthday to Bix Singh, friend of the show. Welcome to the 40s Club, 40 years old, Bix Singh. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. And Joe Donahoe has messaged and he said, what a proper decent lad Marcus is. Proud that he is a Blues fan and ex-player with real passion for the club. Keep right on. Nice one. Yeah. Mm. 
So as blues, mm-hmm. all, so what about your family? Your family all blues as well, or the, or the, yeah. any, any on the dark everyone side? Apart from, everyone apart from my brother-in-law, yeah. Oh, um, okay. Dark, but, uh, our, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's know, like a game. This is. You're gonna get me again. I know. Okay. Next time um, you, next time you do it, you can hear this noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, give him the red card, Chris. Give him the red yeah. card. Oh, yeah, the red card. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I wind him up a treat. Like, yeah. You know, like when, uh, see, when they played the other day, and uh, who's that? Paddy, pa- you know, <laughs> and Paddy Bamford was on fire. I was just, I was texting him non stop. He didn't even open the WhatsApp message. Like, he knows what he's going to get when, when they're losing. And um, yeah, I, I got to be honest, like, I, I'm like any other blues fan. I can't. I can't stand them. I can't stand them at all. So uh, it, it, it was nice to see. It was nice to see that the, um, you know, like the, the bubble burst, and hopefully that that, that continues because I, I was sick of it. Like everyone else talking about Liverpool, and I'd go. I'd go into some of the schools I work at, you know, to do coaching and. Uh, all the kids were like, "Oh, Mr. Painter, have you seen?" And obviously. The, the ones that were wearing the opposite team to us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mr. Paint. <laughs> he's Mr. learning. Paint. He's learning. Mr. Paint, you've seen the Liverpool score. Oh, look what it is. Oh, I'll give over. I'll hurry up and get the next game round so we can put that to bed. So, um, yeah, hopefully they'll pop down a little bit now. Did you see the Bamford Zulu sign? Yeah. The Z sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's... That was, that, that's what I text my brother-in-law. I was like, the first text was Patrick in capital, second word Bamford, and then a little Z at the bottom of it. So, uh, yeah, he didn't want to know. He didn't yeah, want to know. To, be, but, uh, to be fair, I think that's his charity, isn't it, as well? I think yeah. It's something to do with his charity. Yeah. The, he came, yeah. he came out and explained yeah. it, didn't he? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's a good laugh, though, wasn't it? Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody... Courtney's asking, are you, are you still in touch with uh, any of our ex-players? And if so, who? Oh, Mark, you back uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I speak with Matt Sadler every now and again. Yeah. Um, I see Stephen Kelly uh, yeah. locally when he's dropping his children off to school. and he's, he, I, I see him on the schoolroom, really. He's, his children don't get the same school as mine, but, um, you know, like, he, he's basically he's getting a house built on the school that my children go to. So uh, I just, I see him standing outside. No, I was about to say with his work hat on, he's, He's more like directing the builders about yeah. what he wants doing. So, uh, yeah, have a chat now and again. I pull over and see how he's getting on. So, um, yeah, Stephen Kelly, Matt Sudder, really. Yeah, yeah. He was a good right-back, Stephen Kelly, wasn't he? He was very good. Uh, it'd be good to he get was. him on, actually. It'd be a good... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll have having said that, having said I thought Matt Sudder was a good player. Yeah, he was, oh, he was a cracking player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was good. See, I was quite... Um, I, I was quite fortunate through uh, Sadsy's misfortune, if you see what I mean. I mean, like, um, g- coming up through the academy, uh, Matt was always in the England squads. He was always kind of um, next thing, uh, next player to push through. Mm. Um, and then he had, a, he had a nasty ankle injury. Yeah. So mm. he kind of, he was ruled out for like a, a good season or, or a season yeah. and a half, whatever it was. So that kind of opened the door to the left-back spot. So, like I say, kind of through his misfortune, I, I ended up kind of getting an opportunity from it. But, you know, like, even though we used to compete for the same position and um, what have you, we, we, we were still, we weren't, you know, we weren't, um, you know, bitter with each other. Yeah. We, we were yeah. real close and, mm. you know, um, 
everyone knew that. So, you know, that's just the way football is sometimes. There's only one person that can play in that position and that's the way it was. So, no, he had a great career and he's, he's, he's still, well, he's at Warsaw now. So, he's still, he's still hanging in there. He's doing really well. Yeah, yeah, fair play, fair play to him. Who, who's the best prospect in the academy at the moment, in your opinion? Oh, I'm not just saying this. There's, there's so many that could come through. Honestly, really? we, we, yeah, we're in a really good place with the academy. There's, um, there's a good, a good number. I, I, I'd probably say about there's, there's probably ten that could end up really? coming through because that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly, we, we're in a strong well, position. The, there's, there's some, re, there's some really, really talented boys. And we've always been good. Name. We've always been good at this, though, haven't we? We've always been good yeah. at bringing bringing in new new blood like this. And mm. the, the thing is, it, I mean, it's all right me saying, yeah, there's there's. I think there's ten that could maybe make the way through. It's again, it's the opportunities. It's mm. whether there's that positions available to bump somebody up. And I know the academy and the club always try and work out that pathway for players if possible. But as you know, sometimes certain obstacles can prevent that from happening and you know let say over the last few years we've been in a position where we're fighting relegation and it's pro- probably not the type of environment you want to put an, a, a young lad in to make their debut if you see what I mean so they're the type of obstacles that kind of can delay things and can um, obstruct their their way to the first team mm-hmm. and whether it's signings that have been made that kind of um, kind of block up block up that pathway a little bit so you know, there is always a plan in place, but it doesn't always go to plan. But yeah, we, we're definitely in a good place in terms of youngsters. It's just whether they keep developing in, in the, the way that they are and whether, yeah. they, get, um, whether they get the opportunities. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know what, Marcus? You talk about those crazy, crazy, crazy last days and them last minutes where, you know, we're, we're in a relegation scrap. Mm. Fulham, Bolton away. Oh, my life, mate. They're, they're, you know what? Their memories. They are yeah. memory. Yeah. You know what? Because we I can mean, celebrate we can celebrate staying up better than Man United can celebrate winning <laughs> the <laughs> It's true. It's true. I was, Pretty true, uh, that is. I yeah. wasn't I, I wasn't um I was still playing when, when we stayed up at Bolton, but I remember as soon as we I, I finished our I was at Portsmouth at the time, we finished our game there and I remember seeing the scenes of at um at the re was the Reebok, was it, or the Macron? Yeah, Macron. yeah, Macron. That's it, the Macron yeah. at Bolton. I remember seeing the scenes; it looked unreal. But I, I, I went to Bristol City away when we kind of secured secured yeah. um, oh, with our, with our, yeah. there. And yeah. again, uh, it, it, it's kind of it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you're kind of on an edge because you could end up going down. Oh but yeah. Then, yeah. At the end of it, it's the best feeling, you know. Like, it's the best feeling when you when you do stay up and or you you know you you get that important goal that we managed to get there. Yeah, yeah. sure. Should we, we get on to your one to eleven? Uh, Sorry, we had the Nick. joy of having um, Lee Clark on last week. Yeah, that yeah, was, I, that was, I heard. Yeah, that yeah, yeah Lee Clark he was what? brilliant. He yeah. was absolutely brilliant. What a nice he's guy. Top man. He's, yeah, he's a good bloke. Man. He's a good bloke, isn't he? Yeah, he's full of full of enthusiasm, isn't he? Yeah, good bloke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, do, do you yeah, want to on. eleven for us? Yeah, let's get you one to eleven, eleven. going. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm, no, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. You're a footballer. Are you, are you okay to count to eleven? <laughs> 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 good, 
Good job, the squad numbers don't go. One, two, eleven, these days. Twenty-two. Good job, my little as well, probably. Nick, 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 Nick it, it's not. It's not really John Terry, Nick. <laughs> your number, your number on your debut markers was it thirty-one? Thirty-one, it was. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, yeah. call it. Just shut up. Memory. Oh dear! Oh, I, I hate, hate him. you, mate. Because like you're how a savant. How? how does he remember this? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, my my one to eleven. Uh, I've gone four four two because mm-hmm. obviously back back in back in the day, that's all it was, wasn't yeah. it? When I was playing, so um, none of these fancy formations you see now. So yeah, I've got a four four two. Um, and this this is the the players that I played with at Birmingham. So they're all all Birmingham. Players um, in goal, Mike Taylor. Really? Uh, yeah, Great Mike Taylor. Great choice absolute, there. Absolute top pro. Again, good, good bloke to be around. Great with the youngsters. Um, yeah, he was just, it, it was, it was great, weren't he? You know, you, you couldn't ask for anything more than a keeper. He was solid, yeah. solid. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, my right back. I don't know whether this one might divide opinion, but again, I, I, this is on. Un- based on personal experience as well and kind of what they did to help my development. But um, my right-back was uh, Mario Melchior. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. He, he had one fantastic season and one not-so-fantastic season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his yeah. two yeah. seasons. Well, I absolutely yeah. wasn't expecting that name to come out the act tonight. No, really no, yeah, I know that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I, know, I know he divides opinion at the club, but um, he, he was, I, I, thought, I thought he was great. I mean... Um, yeah. For me personally, he was the type of lad, uh, lad, type of bloke that would, uh, you know, like say, come on, in Marcus, we'll, I'll do some one v ones with you after training. So mm. like everyone would go in and you, you, he would do a little bit extra with you, and he'd say, come on, right, we're going to work on our weak foot. Mm. And like for, for a pro that had come from Chelsea, that didn't really need to be doing that in his spare time. Yeah. I thought, looking back That's... on it, I thought that that was so that's so good of him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, sharing, yeah, his, yeah. sharing yeah. his experiences, giving me little pointers to try and help me out. Um, yeah, he would always give you time. I mean, it, it, I put him in a, ahead of Stephen Kelly because um, just for that reason. Now, Stephen Kelly was great for us. Yeah. But Mario mm. Melchior gets it just, just, from, um, just from that point of view where he, he was willing to give you more. But you could uh, see more. you could you could see why he played for Chelsea though, and why he was like a Dutch international. He was talented, all right. He's very good. Like going forwards, going forwards. Yeah. I thought he, he, he had a bit about him. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and my uh, captain, and my centre back, would be King Kenny, Kenny Cunningham. Yeah. Um, same reason what I said earlier. Kenny was great with the young lads. Um, just like so intelligent, it was, mm. wasn't the quickest, but didn't need to be. He was just like steps ahead, of, steps ahead of everybody, and um, faultless in my opinion at the time at the club. He was, just, he was absolutely and, yeah, like you know, although although I was um, you know like eighteen and nineteen when I was in and around the first team, I would kind of try and like picture myself doing what he did. So kind of, kind mm. of, oh, hold on a minute. That's it. Got you back. <laughs> Sorry, you got me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. My battery's on yeah. as well. I might need to dart off for a charger in a minute. Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it was great. It was, it was just so good, so good. Uh, I can't speak highly enough. Um, centre back partner with him would be Matty Upson. Mm. Uh, Excellent. Matty Upson again. 
I, I seriously don't think you could fault the pair of them together. I think in in my era anyway, and all the time I've been watching Blues, I, I guess some of you could say different, but that was one of our best centre centre defensive partnerships we've had. Yeah, uh, best I've seen in my time. Best I've seen in yeah, my definitely. time. What would he be worth today, Marcus? Matthew Upson. What do you think he'd be worth in today's market? Great. Oh, uh, Thirteen shillings uh, and sixpence. When you think, uh, about, uh, when you think uh, about Harry Maguire, eighty million. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not knocking Harry Maguire here, but no, no, good player. Upson, Upson, Upson. Back in the day, I honestly think he'd be giving him a run for his money. Totally, yeah. like you know, like we talk, I know we're talking about Man United, but up, Matty Upson. I don't. Where did he go after us? West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. I thought. I, yeah, was, yeah. I think. He, I think he could have done better than West Ham. In, in my well, opinion. it would. It would. It would now because back then there was more good centre halves, weren't there, than there is now? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But now he was, he, was, he was. brilliant. I was lucky enough to um, play again with him when when he signed for us at Brighton as well. So um, it, it, it's kind of nice because obviously when I was at Blues, I was a young lad, and you know I was kind of learning learning a lot more in terms of when I was at, at Brighton. So I was I kind of played a lot more league games and I'd won the league at Brighton and Swansea in that time. So you kind of you kind of was more on a on a level in terms of uh maturity, if that makes sense. So I wasn't yeah. a young kid anymore at Brighton. At Brighton when I, when I met him I was a lot older and you know yeah. just um it's great to great to play with him again on a regular basis. Yeah. Absolute yeah. legend. Yeah. Um uh, left back, I gone for my my mate, my good friend Matt Sadler. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. Um, he broke into the he broke into the Blues team at such a young age, and he he, he was he did did really well, didn't he? I think we all know that. He, he it was his debut against David Beckham, I think. Yeah, it was an old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, a so, what a debut! What a debut! I know that's what I mean. So being able to go there unfazed and dealing with the likes of David Beckham. Incredible. Shows like what type of player he was, and I, I, I never forget as well when Chelsea came to St Andrews, and it, I, I thought he kept Iron Robin quiet for majority yeah. of the game. Mm. So um, yeah, Matt Sadler, my left back without a doubt. Yeah, uh, right wing, right wing. I've gone for Jermaine Pennant. Yeah, uh, unbelievably talented. Uh, as we all know, was probably. A little bit up and down with his off field. Yeah, uh, his own worst enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, he was a Legend. top lad. <laughs> he, was, he, he was a nice lad, and he was a, he was a great laugh. Like he, mm. he would, whenever he was, you know, he was in a keep ball session with him, like the little boxes that we did before pre um, on a Friday before a match day. He would, he would, he would have you in stitches. Like he was, he was kind of like, it was like having a youngster. In and amongst loads of grown-ups, he was like mm. one of us really, because we were only what nineteen at the time. Yeah. He was he was so immature, and he would just like <laughs> he'd make you laugh. But yeah, I think he had his problems, you know. Like he, I remember him turning up to training, um, getting out the taxi, and he'd he'd been out the night before, and you could see by his face he's. He was still had it in the system. <laughs> I remember, like we we were going up to training half an hour, and Bruce, uh, Steve Bruce just just happened to walk around the corner, saw him getting out the taxi, mm. and I, I, I won't repeat the words what he said, but <laughs> he, he was he basically said, "Get back in that taxi, and go home." <laughs> so, um, he, he, I, mu- I must say, Steve Bruce was he managed him really well because mm. um, he loved the night out, um, and 
I thought he still got the best out of him. Still got the best out of him, although his professionalism probably was left to be wanted. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and again, I've, I put him in ahead of Seb Larson. Seb Larson was would have been my one kind of in there, but Seb mm. um, gets gets beaten to it by Jermaine Pennant just because you know <laughs> Pennant had some real quality and we was we was performing well in the Premier League at that, at yeah. that time. So. Um, yeah, centre midfield, uh, difficult one to choose. I've, I had a few people in brackets, like kind of back up in case we got injuries, but um, I went for David Dunn. Yeah, David Dunn. Yeah. Um, talented bloke. Um, unbelievable on the ball. I, I, yeah. I, I, used to, I used to see him do stuff in training. Where I thought, oh my Lord, I've never seen anyone strike that ball the way he strikes it and the energy he'd have on the pitch. Mm. I, I really don't think we saw the best of him as, as no, from no, a man's yeah, point yeah. of view. I don't think yeah. we did, no. Which was a real shame because... Where did he, we get him? Blackburn. 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 Yeah, Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, Blackburn. Blackburn. Yeah. I think he ended up going back there, didn't he? He did, Blackburn. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He went back. Um, but yeah, um, David Dunn. Could, it, although he looked, he looked probably from the outside, he looked quite heavy, but he was a stocky player and he could not beat a player. He he would take it. He, 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 he yeah. was on draw when he, with the ball. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Just was, a shame yeah. we couldn't. It's just a shame that you know that season that we did go down. You know Matthew Upson, David Dunn, Forsell, all these top yeah. players getting yeah. injuries. Yeah, you know? I know. So um, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, he, he would take my position. I'm keeping on my battery. I got six percent. I might need to shout to the missus to get me a charge. Yeah, got, 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 on. On. He got twelve oh, minutes oh, left. Oh, twelve minutes. Twelve minutes left. Go on. Go on. Oh, Hold it there. Okay, okay. Are, are you all right to think I can get through six percent? Twelve minutes. Nah, Twelve minutes. Now go and get your charge. Go and get your charge. Go and get your charge. Yeah, yeah. right. Go on. Go on. It's all right. I'll give her a shout if I see it in lower. Than, <laughs> any lower. Um, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. Uh, so David Dunn, I've got Nicky Butt in brackets. So he would have stepped in just for the legend he was for the career he had. Again, probably didn't see the best of him at our club, but um. Nicky Butt would have stepped in if David Dunn got injured. Uh, my next centre mid, I've got Robbie Savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, he was a right, right. He was on a character. few weeks ago. Yeah, another, another oh, guest. Another oh, guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was, he oh, was you know class he as well. You know what he did? Yeah, Marcus, right? He apologised to every Birmingham City fan for the way he left the club. And he said he would love nothing more than to come back on the centre circle and turn around and applaud everybody. Yeah. Right. And oh. do you know what? Within five minutes, we said we'll get it organised. Within five minutes, Paul Devlin messaged us, said it's oh, really? sorted. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know what, yeah. as well? It, it, We've all got to be back. He'll get a standing ovation, won't he? I mean, like, oh, yeah. I think you can, everyone knows what he did for us on the pitch. He was, Even he was brilliant. Was that wasn't moment. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. 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 That was unreal. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> I was actually, uh, I was actually, I'd just come round from, from an operation during that game. And uh, I remember, like, Come round, and I was watching it thinking, "What? What on earth is happening there?" It was absolute <laughs> scenes, wasn't it? Like yeah, it's all yeah. going, all kicking off. And yeah. horse going um, in goal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. That was Nico, <laughs> Nico Vassen, um, like I stayed in overnight, and then the surgeon said to me, "Oh, you've had, uh, we've got Nico, Nico Vassen in the next in the next room from you." He said, uh, <laughs> "Having his cruise ship done." <laughs> 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 So um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Robin Savage. Uh, it, he, it was an absolute horror to be training with because he he was such a joker, but a joker in a in a way that he'd stitch you up all the time. Like 
um, you would you'd be on you'd, you'd come into the session. Um, oh, thanks. You must have heard me. Oh, um, well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's say hello <laughs> to everybody. Yeah, no, it was just such a character. Like you come into the session on like one touching, like, mm. and, and he'd be flicking the ball up at your head. Go, Gaffer, Gaffer, get him back to the reserves. He can't deal with it. He can't handle this. He can't handle the speed of it. And he just like it just made life so difficult for you. But for me, I was desperate to impress, and he'd be just he'd be just doing all sorts to try and make your life like difficult. Where he's like, Gaffer, he's not good enough. Send him back, and he'd only be joking. But I'll be like, Sav, come on, lay off for you. Not that fucking lad. Yeah, next I've got, um, oh, I had Muzzy Is It in brackets there. Muzzy Is It, another real talented footballer. There's Again, another one. Yeah, there's, a, there's another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did, mm-hmm. we, we did see the best of him, did no, we? No, but, no, um, no, we didn't. No, no. You, you know, like these type of players, even Is It and Savage. So when I was younger, I would look at these and I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a name. I've heard of them. But, you know, when you get to train and play with them, you actually realise they've got more in the locker than you actually think. Talent-wise. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, everyone could probably remember Savage tearing around the pitch, his hair going everywhere, smashing into somebody mm. and be like, oh, yeah, that's probably Savage. But he was he was really good on the ball. Really good on the ball. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> left wing, left wing, we got Stan. Stan loves to read it. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. many people put him in the team. Yeah. What a player. Yeah. Yeah. No surprise, is it? He's yeah, he was, he was great. I don't think I need to explain why I've even put him in. Just a blues legend, isn't he? Yeah. Um, up front, I've got uh, Mikel Forcell. Love it. Well, oh, that, first se- that first season in the Premier League yeah. was un- unreal, yeah. wasn't he? He was yeah. untouchable. Everything yeah. hit went yeah. in. Um, I can't remember the last player that at that level for us that got double figures. I don't know. You guys would probably know better than me. But he, he did get double figures. Then he got over... Tw- uh, Got about 18, over, 17, 18 Premier League goals that season, yeah. That was it. That was it. Oh, so, um, in. Plug your phone in. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, I'm holding the charger, but I'm not. I haven't plugged it in. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Mikael Fortel and another one as well that would be. Hold on a minute. Uh, he was a. He was another one that would. Um, that would that would always have time for the youngsters. So. I remember, remember well, he would always go, he would actually approach me as a young lad that barely had any games going, Marcus, would you mind uh, just defending against me so I could do 1v1s in and around the box mm-hmm. I could get my shots off. And he'd, uh, uh, what I thought was great, and it, to be fair, he's probably telling lies, but <laughs> I never forget the one, that, the one session that I'd done some one-to-ones with him. He's like, oh, you know what, Marcus, you're really hard to beat. I find you like, like the, the directions you're showing me in, and mm. like you, you, you're really difficult to get past. And I thought, this is Mikel Forsell saying <laughs> I'm hard to beat. He's kidding. <laughs> and I, and I, you know what? Like that done, that done my confidence a paragon. I went, I went off the training pitch like feeling, feeling on cloud nine because a player like of that caliber yeah. telling you that that oh yeah, I thought you're really, really good defender. I can't beat you. I find it difficult. You know, like, I think it's Terry, didn't back you? Me. <laughs> he was definitely lying. He was definitely lying. But at the time, I thought, oh, what's up, man? Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, the striker playing with him, I've gone for Emil Heskey. Yeah. 
just uh, I thought it was a good combination. You've got Mikel Forsell that was real sharp and, um, you know, like it was a great finish and Heskey, uh, similar to what probably Juki gives our team at the moment, you know, a good yeah, target yeah. man. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, just an absolute monster. I, 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 I think he, he went underrated, get... didn't he, Marcus? He went quite. Yeah. He went underrated. He was. I liked him. Yeah, I did. Mm. No, mm. He, he, I, so did I. And I know he used to get over the years, not not at Blues necessarily, but over the he years. Paid, he gets some... paid for another team, Marcus, didn't he? Before us. Yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me out of that one. Oh. Neely, Neely. No, he's. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, he was just an absolute monster, like. I remember um, we had a 50-50 once and we were running next to each other and I tried bouncing him out of the way, like, you know, just shoulder barge. <laughs> and he actually, he actually laughed at me. Like, I didn't move him, he laughed at me, jumped up and said, he went, think about who you're coming up against, Marcus. Don't, don't try and muscle me out of the way. And I thought, you know what? He's got, he's got, that was such a good coaching point because he was me, like a skinny little 19-year-old, trying to, trying to like, out-muscle Emil Heskey like, yeah, yeah that, that, that was his strength. Like, that was, that's what he kind of made a career out of, was using mm. his body. And I, I, it, as much as he was joking, I t- come on, I thought, you know, like, that's a good point. Don't try and wrestle with players that you can't compete, compete with. You need to be cleverer than that. Um, but, so. I've got a brilliant, sorry, Marcus, brilliant comment coming in here from Adam Wilkes. He's saying, when, when, when Mikel Forsell said you was hard to beat, are you sure he didn't get you confused with John Terrett? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have been. Might have been. <laughs> it's funny, that yeah, um, and then in brackets, in brackets for the forwards there. Now, I'm probably clutching at straws here because I wasn't actually on the field in a competitive game with him, but I would be, I'd be training with the first team and in and around the first team when he was there, and that was uh, Christoph Dugaris. Oh, yes. So Again. obviously yeah. he he would he would be a starter without a doubt. What what a talent! He's he's yeah. I can honestly say he's one of the best players I've ever seen at St Andrews during my lifetime. Yeah, um, yeah, I, as well. see, I, I know Fantastic. there's uh, I know there's plenty of other great players to grace St Andrews, but <laughs> what what a talented player! Like, Unbelievable. Just, it, it, what would you get one now? Oh, yeah. class, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah brilliant yeah. player. I think there's only yeah. two other players, along with Four Sal, to get double figures in the Premier League for us, and I think that's Cameron Jerome and Emil Hesker. Yeah, really. Yeah, what, I didn't know that. He's like, honestly, he's like a directory. He really is, honestly. <laughs> encyclopedia of facts and figures. <laughs> yeah, Cameron. Cameron got, um, I think it was about eleven, ten or eleven, the season that we finished ninth under McLeish. Oh, yeah, and, oh, uh, and obviously Emil. Emil did it the season. That we, that we went down, unfortunately, but he did manage to get double fit. Oh, no, actually, it was the season before when he was up front with Clinton Morrison and he got a good partnership oh, yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, you, when, we, when we talk about these names, we have had some, we have had some good players over the years. Oh, cracky. Oh, yeah. We have had some good yeah. players. Paul, yeah. thanks and figures, man. Right, who we got up next? Um, <laughs> next next guest, you mean? Or yeah, next, next game? Yeah, next, next game. Okay. Next game, we've got Huddersfield on Wednesday night, Huddersfield, haven't we? Yeah. Right. Predictions, Mark. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to turn turn the tide at some point, and I've got a funny feeling we're gonna uh, beat Huddersfield two 0 Well, I'm going three 0 Two nil. I can't. I just can't see where the goals. Going. Um, I'm gonna go for. A, I'm gonna go for a nil nil. Sorry. Nil nil. Paul. Yeah. I'm gonna go one nil. Two to us. Right, Marcus. Two nil to us. Yeah. I think three nil. I'm, I'm the same as you, Mark. I think there's there's yeah. gonna be a moment soon that the uh, 
the goals would just start going in for us. Yeah. Right. I think Mark, right. the prediction was I missed it. 2 0. 2 0. 2 0. Okay. All right. Well, we'll come out in the wash. Um, well, normally we do a last 15 minutes, but you know what? This conversation has been that interesting tonight. I it's couldn't good, even actually. be bothered with it, to yeah, be perfectly yeah. honest with you. And I'm going to be dead honest with you, Marcus, right? Yeah. Right. Straight down the line. Yep. Thought to myself tonight, oh, Marcus Painter. Um, I don't know whether it's going to be interesting, or not, but it's been one of the <laughs> conversations we've had. It's, 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 it's been superb. We've been able to take the rip out of you. We've had a damn good laugh. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. You know what? You've got some great insights into into um, players, into into your your, your one to eleven, mm. and mm. some great memories. And you know what? Oh, can we get back to that Eddie Heights? Do you think ever? <sighs> can we? What, back to the Premier League? Yeah. Well, that's the goal, isn't it? It's always got to be yeah. the goal. I love the championship. Yeah, I love the championship. And I would love to stay in the championship if the crowds were like 32,000 a week because it's, it's blood, it's thunder, it's in. Next one, mm. next one, next one. Yeah. And, but obviously, you know, the money's in the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah. No, it obviously, is. I think same, same goes for me. The, the goal is always Premier League. I'd, I'd always want us to get to Premier League. I remember hearing one or two of my family members in the past going, nah, I'd, won't want us to get to Premier League. Won't want to see us come straight back down. I was like, that's nonsense. Just let's get if let's get there first of all. Then we'll then you can worry about mm. who you're signing and whether you're able to maintain yeah. your status in the Premier League. I'd never turn. I'd never turn Premier League football down. Even you if you know. was getting relegated, you know, yeah. like after mm. the year, you, at least you got the opportunity. You can all in. We could all enjoy that 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 season if that ever happens. But um, yeah. no, like I've, I've said to. To my missy, like since I've been with her, uh, she's not from Birmingham, you see. And I said, um, I said, the one thing I hope for in my lifetime is that she gets to experience uh, us uh, or the Blues at a, a cup final, a playoff final. Who's this? Sorry, somewhere. <laughs> I said it to my missus. So I said, I, I really wanted to experience yeah. it because she's not from mm-hmm. Birmingham. So I said, Does she look like experience- John- <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Go, Nick. Does she look like John Terry's missus? Good job, Scarnia. I said, like, if, if she can experience that, like, the, the atmosphere of us getting to a cup final or a Premier, the Premier League, I said that that would be the true Birmingham City that y- you'll never forget yeah. when the, when the when the stadium's absolutely bouncing. Definitely, yeah. definitely. definitely. Where's, where's she from, Marcus? She's from Reading. Oh, okay. 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 Is she top of the league? Yeah. Aren't I? Yeah. So, is she a fan as well? Reading fan? Nice. Well, no, she's not. She's Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, oh, no. dear. Oh, dear. I don't know. You know, I don't know what. Oh, good job. Oh, good job. She's not Villa. Really. You could have just done something. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, can I, Marcus, can I just say we've had, we, we have literally had loads and loads of. Loads of comments saying what a, what a fantastic guest we've had tonight and that like so. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, no problem. Thank, thanks for having me. Like well, I said, a problem. Time, problem a pleasure. Mm. I don't know where really this one is going to go. Right? And sometimes you can judge them, and sometimes you can't. And I didn't judge this one tonight because it, this has been an absolute ball. Yeah, it's been fun. Now I've enjoyed it's it. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Yeah. I'll start. I'll start tuning in. 
I'll start tuning in more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who can we roast next week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Give, give them the same amount. Of <laughs> oh, we do, don't but, worry. You know what we could do? We could talk all night. Right, like with Lee Clark last week, superb. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The guests we've had, we've had such a massive guest list this year, thanks to Craig yeah. Courtney. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have had, oh man, you know this has been unbelievable, and we're in a horrible place at the moment where we have got to do this through Zoom. And we had some criticism last week, and I've got to say this to everybody about us talking over people, and it is very, very, very difficult to do a Zoom with five or six people and not talk over people. We have tried our hardest. We've had chats in the week about it, how we're going <laughs> to manage it and do it. And yeah. I hope that tonight, you know, we've, we've, we've proved that we could... Uh, look, we all get excited. We're Birmingham City fans. Yeah, and you want to you say everything you want to say that you want to say. And I could talk all night to you, Marcus, because this has been superb, absolutely brilliant. But you know what? We have tried our damnedest tonight to bring you a quality show. This has been a quality show and do you know what we're going to do next week we'll bring you another quality show next monday night we've got chris paul mark mark is it uh, danny sonner next week i, th- I think it is yeah. <laughs> i think it is you know what? Here, end- here endeth the quality show <laughs> we're pretty useless really am <laughs> Big build-up than that. I know, I know. That was superb. You know what, that's one of the moments I'm going to go down and talk talk to (laughs) Ladies and gents, girls and boys, we're all Birmingham City fans. We're all one family together. Unfortunately, we can't meet up with each other at the moment, and I'm desperate, and I'm desperate, and I'm desperate to do so. Uh, but you know what? If we can't, we can't. And this is if this is all we can do, then we'll do it, and we'll do it to the best of our ability. You know, we're not professionals or anything like that. We don't get paid for doing this. Except We've never me. taken a single penny, Chris, have we? Not no, one pence. Not a penny. And you've you've set that studio up on on your own. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all through the summer as well. You give your time up on your own, Mark. You give your time up on your own. Me, I travel from almost from Alton Towers every Monday normally, and give my time and and and, uh, and efforts on, on my own. And we're just blokes in a room who are blues fans um you know what we ought to have a lady join us chris yes we did we should yes we do we, we do. should yeah. yeah yeah we should a lady a lady if there's any ladies. ladies out there <laughs> ladies if there's any ladies out there that'd like to join us on the tilt and talk show one night yeah. please get in touch with either myself or chris brown and we'll get it organized or an you. old lady it's an old lady sponsored by Borough sports <laughs> principal sponsor of birmingham city football club in a conjunction with sas autos and of course our friends at borsley labor club so there's a few old ladies out there from mark adams Good night. From Mark Adams. Good night. He can't hear you. Has he gone? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's frozen. Hey! He's frozen? It's yeah, not that yeah. cold outside. <laughs> he's frozen. Okay. Well, oh, he's oh, he's back again. Oh, he's frozen. <laughs> Paul's frozen. No, no, no. The end of last show descended into chaos. It's so funny. I was giving Mark the limelight then to say goodbye. Say goodnight. <laughs> <coughs> Paul Hipkiss, good night, God bless. Good night, all. Have all, have all, Mark Adams. Adams. He's gone again. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm starting the music. And from, of course, the one and only Mrs. Brown. <laughs> from myself. And our special, special guest tonight. This has been an absolutely superb show. Marcus Painter. Thank you so, so very much indeed. No problem. All the best. Keep it on, lads. God, you didn't freeze <laughs> No, I loved it. Nice one. Do you know what's been a blessing tonight? Not only talking to one of our professional 
ex-footballers who played in the Premier League and a Birmingham City fan. Proper. You're a proper, proper geezer. And you know what? You have spoken tonight like an absolute true professional. It's been superb. I really... I've, I've, I've not enjoyed myself so much since I got drunk last night, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Loved it, Thanks a lot. Listen, dude, when, when, we're, when we're all back, mate, meet you down at St Andrews. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, definitely. Tom. Yep, John Terry. Yeah. Good night. All right, yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. See you later. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep the faith. We'll be back soon. It's worth a point of hope when we sing together. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.